You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Built Bar. Now, this episode is going to have one very central, very important theme. Do not hit the panic button. Do not hit the panic button. Do not give up on this team. Do not uh, do not throw caution to the wind and say this, this season's over with. Don't do it. I'm going to tell you why you don't need to. And yes... I know it's rivalry week. Yes, I know we've got the boys in baby blue from down the street, the boys in the ugly Argyle coming on uh, coming on the town. I know that. But we're not panicking. I'm going to tell you why I'm not panicking and why you shouldn't be panicking. And trust me, I'm the king of being realistic. You know what we say here. We don't do fluff pieces nor hit pieces. But honestly and truly, this is not the time to panic. Stay with me and we'll tell you why here, okay? Now, when we look at this NC State team, they got the win Saturday. They pulled it off, and they lost Devin Leary in the process. And, you know, it always hurts to lose a guy like Devin Leary. He was playing amazing ball, like flatly amazing. He wasn't just playing good ball. He was playing amazing ball, okay? We can admit that. We can admit that. He was looking like he was next in line to show why uh, NC State was QBU, okay? He was. He was, and then wham, bam, injuries, whatever. That is, it is what it is. You know, it's part of the game. Honestly and truly, uh, it's part of the game. NC State came away with a 31-20 win, you know, but they came away without their starting quarterback. And Bailey Hockman got in the game. And did Bailey Hockman things, you know, even the touchdown to Thayer Thomas. If the corner from Duke had any hands about him whatsoever, that very possibly was a pick, possibly a pick six to change the complete complexion of, of that football game. Because I believe State was up three points at that point, and that, that interception uh, would have would have definitely turned, or four points rather, at that point. And that interception probably would have turned it around. But... I'm going to just tell you, there's there's a lot of reason to not panic. There's a lot of reason to not panic here, okay? Now, for starters, UNC looked awful last week. UNC looked god-awful. Mike Norvell played or called that offense as conservatively as I've ever seen him call offense. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I watched – Every game of his at Memphis, I'm not going to tell you that lie. But every time Memphis was on TV, uh, for the most part, every time Memphis was playing in a big game, I wanted to watch because their offense was it's kind of exciting, okay? Mike Norvell with that Florida State team, he kept it as close to the vest. He shut that offense down pretty much early third quarter. And, then she, and uh, UNC still couldn't figure out a way to overcome it. So, you know, that's that's the first reason to not panic, okay? That's the first reason to not panic. But I always believe uh, in the moniker, the most important thing is us. 
And so when I talk about why NC State fans need to not panic, I'm not just talking about this game that we got coming up and the results of this game. We're this stretch that we got coming up and the results of it. Let's talk about NC State's team for a second here. Let's talk about it. Like I said before, NC State lost their starting quarterback who was on the cusp of possibly rising into some starting there. For sure, no doubt about it, huge loss. But NC State has been, at times, almost unstoppable on the ground this year. They, they have, at times, just mauled the mess out of people up front, and that, that means something. That means, uh, especially against a UNC team, that if I had to look at their defense, I think that Surratt and company at the linebacking core probably their their most talented group. Uh, the DBs defensively again, of course, DBs are a close say. That defensive line, it ain't gonna get the job done. It's not gonna get the job done. Even in their wins, you saw. They couldn't stop a runny nose with Robitussin and tissue, okay? And that's just the honest to God truth. So, you know, but again, back to us, back to us here, back to us. The offensive line has looked really great at times. At worst, they've looked a little shaky, but they have not looked just atrocious at any point where you're like, well, what are these guys doing? What are these guys doing? And mind you, all this time, they've been without starting redshirt senior offensive tackle Justin Witt, who's going to be coming back here soon, definitely before Devin gets healthy. So, another reason to not be concerned. Another reason to not be concerned, all right? And um, let's just add on to the list of reasons we're not hitting the panic button here. The coaches have seen what Bailey Hockman can do in this offense, okay? I'm not going to lie to you and sugarcoat it and say, oh, yeah, I trust Bailey Hockman to, you know, make a, just a couple plays here to keep him in the game. I feel like if you tell Bailey Hockman to throw it 20 times, he's going to throw at least two to three interceptable balls, okay? That's just the reality of it. That's just the reality of this thing. But... I also don't think that you need him to throw it 20 times. I don't think you need him to throw it 20 times in a lot of the games that NC State has coming up. You don't need that. With the team that we have, with the offense that we have, with our defense playing the way that they are, Peyton Wilson. Peyton Wilson. I mean, we all knew that he was going to take the next step this year, uh, and he was probably going to be fully recovered from the ACL this year. But 19 tackles, two interceptions, half a sack, half a tackle for loss against Duke. I mean, woof. That that there, that there is is how you lead a defense to the promised land. That is in the 3-3-5, you have to have some freak of nature linebackers. You have to have some linebackers that are gonna go absolutely dumb like that statistically. And Peyton's the guy. Isaiah Moore is good. Drake Thomas is good. They're all good. They're all they're all good, you know. Uh, Levi Jones as well, or Vi Jones as they call him. He's he's good. He's good. But Peyton Wilson, he went legend on Saturday. 
And I think he can do it again. I think he'll have to with little number 25 coming out of the backfield for UNC. And I think he can do it. I think he can do it. Um, but, yeah, there's that. And also, let's just look at what we've done so far this season. Let's look at what we've done so far. A team that was predicted to finish in the bottom third by almost every talking head that you could find. Almost every talking head you could find was picking against them every single week. Almost every single week. It was, they acted like Wake Forest was a toss-up, and every game after that, loss, 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 loss. And they've done nothing but go 4-1. and one. They've done nothing but beat a Pitt team that was in the top 25. They've done nothing but beat a Virginia team who hung in there with Clemson better than any team we've seen this year except, and well, I'd even be, I'd even say they hung in there just about as long as Miami did. So, you know, looking at this state team, you've got to be geeked up. You've got to be excited. Trust me. Trust me. There's no reason to panic here. There's no reason to panic. All right? Football should be therapeutic for you. Watching football should be therapeutic to fans. All right? It's uninterrupted me time. It's an excuse to chill out, grab a brew. With only a few college football teams playing this year, I just want y'all to know it's still enough for you to go out there and, you know, relax with a Coors Light. You don't got a team out the Big Ten. You don't got a team that's playing their first week this week. You've got a team that you've seen a proven product, and you've seen wins. You've seen wins, okay? You can enjoy the mountain cold refreshment made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. When you crack open a course, what would be perfect for you? What would be perfect for you? Can you panic with a course in your hand? I don't think so. I honestly don't. All right? I honestly don't. If, if nothing else is giving you reason not to panic, the Coors should definitely do it. And don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get wasted off your rocker here, okay? Celebrate responsibly. Celebrate responsibly, all right? The, crew, the Coors Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado, they're a reason, another reason to not panic here, okay? They're another reason. No, but seriously though, um, there's there's a lot there's a lot of uh, of really good things that NC State has done. Like I said, four and one so far, and um, this this team has improved so much from last year. And Built Bar has also improved from their old uh, old recipe. Eighteen new amazing flavors, including nut and non nut flavors: caramel brownie cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, almond apple almond crisp. 12 original flavors as well with coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, and coconut. And peanut butter brownie. Bars covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Free cooler with purchase while, while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order.
I repeat, use promo code locked on L O C K E D O N for 20% off at builtbar.com. But now back to the task at hand. Wolfpack fans, there's so much reason for optimism and for hope with this team. The defense coming on, Peyton Wilson coming on. Let me just say this. Two games straight of three turnovers. Two games straight of three turnovers. I'm fine with that. I'll take that. Coming into this week, I'll take that. I'll take that. And I'll I'll look at that and I'll say to myself, we're fine here. We're fine. We can do what it takes to win this game. Okay? Because I honestly think that this game is going to come down to a few timely stops. All right? But again, but again, let's bring it back to us and what we've done well and what we do. Realistically, remember the beginning of the season? Remember before the first kickoff when we thought to ourselves, after we knew there was going to be football, but before we saw what state was, before we saw what Devin Leary was, right? And I mean what Devin Leary is this year. Before we saw that, there was concern. There was a lot of concern. Heck, even after the Wake Forest game, people looked at both UNC and Miami and said, well, we'll be lucky to come out of those only losing uh, only losing one or two of them, one of them or both of them by two touchdowns. Now look, even with Hockman, even with Hockman, Vegas is still going to put some respect on it. Vegas still got to put some respect on the Wolfpack's name now. You can't just you can't just wildly say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've I've definitely got uh, the Wolfpack plus twenty. Like you can't do that because this team has proven they're a legitimate ACC team. They're not the bottom feeders of the conference. They're not the team that everybody else looks at and says, "Well, all right, we if we ain't gonna win no other game this year, we gonna get one off state." And that's what they were predicted to be. That's what they were predicted to be. So you've got to be excited about that. You've got to be geeked up about that, okay? And again, I love keeping it with the Wolfpack. I really do. I really do. But sometimes you've got to look externally for hope. And when I talk about looking externally for hope, I mean, hey, look at the schedule. Look at how this schedule lines up. Next week, I meant this week rather, you've got the boys in blue. The week after that, you've got Miami. Okay, fine. But then in three weeks, you've got Florida State, who's won two games all season, even if one of them was in the boys in blue, two games all season. Liberty, who while undefeated, honestly, I think that Liberty has just been sneaking up on so many teams, but they're on folks' radar now. And NC State is definitely going to be ready for them because they're probably going to walk into NC State with a better record than State. And State's going to be pissed off from the last two games if they lose one or both of them ugly. And then you got Syracuse, who's been awful all year. And then you got Georgia Tech. State fans, stay with me here. Stay with me. There's hope. In the words of India, I read there's hope. There's hope. 
don't cost a thing to smile and you don't got to pay to laugh. All right. And whatever deity you worship, you better thank them for that. Thank them for that. Because, you know, this is, I'm excited. I'm excited, honestly. Okay. If the Wolfpack find a way to steal either one of these games, I, I don't want to hear anything for the rest of the season. I don't want to hear anything short of losing out. I wouldn't want to hear anything else about the Wolfpack. Because that would leave them at uh, either 5-1 and one or 6-2. and two. With the schedule that they've played, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And also, the history books aren't going to remember that uh, that Virginia Tech team they lost to was playing with Burmeister instead of Hooker. They'll just they'll just remember that a Virginia Tech team who was really really good this year, probably going to win their side of the ACC this year. Messed around and played great football. Played great football. But other than that, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of here. If NC State finishes this thing out the right way, even if we're talking about two losses in the next game, you're looking at eight and three. In an 11-game schedule that only saw two non-conference, I'm sorry, one non-conference game. One non-conference game. One game where you could say, hey, you can schedule it however lesser of an opponent you want. In a year that was supposed to be a down year, in a year that people looked at it and were like, yeah, no, nah, this state team ain't it. This ain't it. The running back, Ricky Person, is he's explosive, but he's always hurt. The Leary kid ain't proven himself to be the leader yet. You don't know, you know, Doran named him the guy, but you don't know who's the guy between him and Hockman. You don't know who your big playmakers are going to be on the perimeter on offense. You know, now look. Now look at the pack. I'm just saying, like, you can't. There is no reason that I see to be concerned and to be, you know, in, in just disbelief and, and ready to jump off a cliff here. Top 25. In the top 25. And I haven't even mentioned that part yet. In what was expected to be a horribly down year and was what was expected to be a year where, hey, you know, Dorsey's been hot in the past, but it's never been this hot. He's in the top 25. I mean, and this ain't the top 25 because only a portion of the country is playing. This is the top 25 that includes Ohio State, Penn State. That includes Oregon. That includes Wisconsin. That includes Michigan and Minnesota and USC. I feel great about that. I feel great about that. No, the only outcome that could possibly shake 
my faith and excitement, even in the slightest, is two blowouts. Two blowouts in the next two weeks. That that would, would be cause for concern. But with the way this team is rolling, I don't see that happening. I don't see that ha- I don't see a way that in two straight games they don't even compete. I don't see that happening. I, I really don't. And even if it did, even if it did, like I just said with the schedule, look at what NC State has after that. Look at what they have after that. So again, Wolfpack fans, don't panic. Don't panic. I know that injury to Leary was ugly, and folks start panicking then. I'm not even going to lie. I wanted to panic a little bit. But when he was back on those sidelines, when he was over there with the crutches and the boot, and they said, oh, yeah, four to eight, that's fine. That's fine. Because four brings them back against Syracuse. I mean, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Eight brings them back in in maybe a bowl game preparation situation. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Because even with Hockman back there, if you tell me Hockman plays as bad a football as we've seen from him, um, now tell me what you think the Wolfpack's win-loss looks like. Okay, the next two will be Laffer's. Or the next two might get ugly if Bailey Hockman is playing just absolute awful football. I expect Hockman to play well against his uh, former school at Florida State. So that that's potentially a win. Liberty, I mean, Liberty has played well. They played really good as a season. Hugh Freeze has got those boys playing extremely well. I, I don't think that they have the horses in the stable to keep up physically up front. I don't think they can do it. So I, I got that one as a win. Syracuse, I got that one as a win. Georgia Tech, same thing. Same thing. So, so four and two down the stretch here. Four and two down the stretch with QB two. I I mean, and 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 again, again, Wolfpack fans, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm saying something crazy here. Tell me if I'm I love the fans. I want y'all to interact with me. So if anybody thinks that I'm saying anything that's outlandish, that's ridiculous, come tell me about it. Come tell me. I'm on Twitter at TGIF underscore Kenton. Please let me know. The podcast page is LO underscore Wolfpack. Come on, talk to us. Let me know if I'm saying something crazy and saying, you know, if Bailey Hockman is serviceable or better, they possibly could sneak one of these wins up off them, up, up off of uh, either Chapel Hill or, or Miami. They could possibly sneak one in. So, again, with where the Wolfpack are, fans, do not hit the panic button because Leary's hurt. It's okay. Woo-saw. Relax. Like I said, grab a Coors. It's the banquet beer. Okay. Unless you're under 18 and listen to this. In which case, do not grab a core. Grab yourself a, uh, a, a Capri Sun. All right? Grab yourself a Gatorade or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not advertising. I'm just saying. Grab, grab yourself a non-alcoholic beverage. Whatever beverage brings you the happy vibes and makes you want to relax. Grab that thing. Okay? Don't grab a vape. Save your lungs. Love yourself. Love yourself more than vaping. If you're under 18, listen to this. Right? Come on now, Gen Xers. Come on. 
Come on, I'm sorry, they're Gen Zs. Come Gen Zers. Come on, Gen Zers. Come on. You're better than that. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. And also, this is the first time that this has been a top twenty-three, I'm mean, a top twenty-five matchup since Joe Giglio was in college. For those of you who don't know who Joe Giglio is, he is a writer with the News and Observer. Graduated from state many, many moons ago. He was there in the 90s, early 90s. Mac Brown was at UNC the last time both of these teams were ranked in the top 25 for this matchup. So that should tell you how long it's been. So enjoy this. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Relax. And remember, don't panic. Don't panic. In the words of famed rapper Meek Mill, they knocking. Don't panic, okay? Okay, because there's when you see an injury like that, there's a little bit of knocking from outsiders. There's a little bit of knocking from people who didn't think State was that good to begin with. There's a little bit of knocking. There's a little bit of knocking even from your own head, like, oh, my God, is this, is this State doing that State thing again? But don't panic. This team is different. And I know that performance against Duke did not inspire this team is different vibes, okay? I I can admit that. I can admit that. Now I know how women feel when they say don't brag on a man because as soon as you do, he's going to turn around and embarrass you. I, I get that now. I've never felt that before, but I get it now. But it's okay. This Wolfpack team is going to go back to the drawing board. And let me tell you something. They played their sloppiest game of the season. I don't think it was their worst. I think their worst was at Virginia Tech. But this was their sloppiest, technically sloppiest. Virginia Tech, they just hit a couple big plays, and that was it. That, it was over early. This game, from start to finish, was their sloppiest. Penalties galore, bad special teams, all that good stuff. And, yes, I know that they returned the favor and blocked the kick for and returned it for a touchdown themselves. That still doesn't negate uh, that block kick, as well as the running into the punter that extended the drive that ended in a Duke touchdown. So they, they played bad football at points. Um, against Duke, still came away with the win. And, you know, I quote a lot of people. I really do because there are so many uh, great folks who said great things before me. And in the words of Al Davis, just win, baby, win. And they did that. So now Wolfpack fans, they did their part. I need y'all to do y'all part. Relax. Relax. I saw a lot of people panicking when Bailey... When uh, when Devin Leary went down and Bailey had to come in, relax, relax, okay. The Pack are gonna be just fine, and they've been better than fine so far this season. So let's applaud that, let's celebrate it, and let's not turn on these guys off an injury before we've even seen how they play yet, okay. Now listen, I need y'all to come on back because we're gonna be talking. This whole week, you know, you know I've got to break down the schemes. You know I've got to break down the teams, the personnel, the ins and outs. You know I've got to do it because it's rivalry week, baby. It's rivalry rivalry week. Mm, I'm salivating at the mouth. I can't even get it out. I'm literally salivating right now. It's kind of gross. I got to clean myself up here. Cause man, this is this is a this is what you live for as a pack fan. This is what you live for as a football fan. So come on back every day this week. We're gonna have the coverage for y'all. 
Okay? And Friday, we're going to have Locked On Tar Heels uh, host Candace Cooper on to talk about her perspective and, and their outlook on the game. And, you know, let's try not to boo her too hard. Okay? But at the end of the day, keep on coming back. I'm going to have something new and fresh for y'all every day of this rivalry week. Peace and love, y'all.